Hi everyone, we are in our unit here that we have on the market, Escala 2704. Um, it's a three bedroom listed at uh, 2.95 and we are going to be chatting with Kim Reedy here live um, about the relocation market. She is um, our director of relocation at Point Through Real Estate and Seattle Rental Group. And um, we're gonna just chat with her about how um, the reload market is doing right now. It seems to be kind of fueling our real estate market. Hi. Hello, good morning. How are you? I'm well, how are you doing? I'm doing well. We do this again, thank you. Of course, <laughs> my pleasure. So you, um, did you just get back from traveling a little bit? Uh, a little bit. I went up to Victoria for the July 4th weekend and I was just in Kansas over the weekend for a funeral and I'm heading to Bainbridge tonight for a cover band. Nice. Little yeah. travel. That's great. It's beautiful weather. For... Yeah, beautiful weather for being on the, um, the islands too. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. So I just thought um, we'd check in. I know that you've been crazy busy and we've, we've kind of paused some of our um, public services and um, been scrambling for tour agents and what have you within the company internally. So I know that that's an indication that our, our reload market is uh, going crazy. We have a lot of inbound employees moving to the area. So I um, just wanted to see kind of what your thoughts are and kind of see where we're at right now. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of the employers have just been hiring everybody during COVID and everybody's been kind of backed up. And now that people are feeling a little bit more safe and offices are starting to open, everybody's trying to come now this summer. So June was starting to amp up and July is just nuts. I think this is probably the busiest month that we've ever had in the history of the company. Um, at our busiest times, we're about three times the amount of employees coming into the area currently. Wow. Um, so just like you're saying, we are struggling to keep up a lot of the requests seem to be last minute. I'm receiving folks that need to find rentals within five to 10 days. Um, so trying to accommodate those folks. And then on the flip side, there isn't a lot out there. There's yeah. not a whole lot of apartments. As an example, I was out with a client yesterday. I've shown them uh, seven different options and they had a top three at the end of the day, started thinking things over around seven o'clock at night and they're all gone. Oh, bummer. So we, we have to start all over again and hopefully it find something. Is that more uh, in the single family market or is that also in the apartments that you're seeing? Both. Both, okay. And so the new hires that are coming in, cause I know we saw that push like during COVID um, in like 2021 when things were starting to open, there was a lot of people that were hired in, in 2020 that were staying put. Are you finding a lot of people that are coming now are also those people who've been staying put for the past two years and are finally making the move? Yes, that's what I yeah. believe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, some people are new employees. We have one employer in the area um, in aviation that is certainly amping up uh, a bunch of new hires. So these folks are just kind of onboarding now. Uh, yep. But a lot of the kind of more tech, bigger, established companies seem to have hired these folks in the past and they've been working remotely and now starting to make the move to the Seattle area. And is that, are they, uh, when you're talking to them, kind of forward thinking into having to come back to the office so they're taking advantage of like the summer months to make that move? Or are they just kind of like, just want to get on with their life and be closer, move, just move in general? No, it sounds like a lot of the employers are now moving into a hybrid situation. Gotcha. I haven't heard anybody, um, I've had some biotech companies where folks that work in labs who seem to have to do more of a full-time Monday through Friday, like the traditional times before COVID, but yeah. um, most of tech employers seem to be more into a hybrid situation where they do want folks to start reporting one, two times a week. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I know you mentioned the aviation company, and I'm sure we could probably guess which one that is. Um, what other sectors are you seeing that are hiring or other companies? Yeah, definitely aviation is probably my biggest right now. Um, they're also kind of dipping into more of the space side of things, which I think is also helping mm -hmm. new hires. Um, but definitely biotech is starting to amp up again, as well as, of course, tech. Gotcha. Um, and are those people for the for the aviation, are they looking um, of the city core further north and further south? Are you seeing them kind of land in the city a little bit? All of the above. Um, okay. I, think, I would say the majority of them seem to be in their early, mid-20s, kind of first job, first or second apartment. Um, so if budget and kind of income allows, they, they certainly will try to be in the city to have a little bit more of a, a social life to them. But mm -hmm. um, but again, if the, if the budget isn't allowed, that's where we kind of push them close to the employer up north or down south. So I wouldn't say that one area is getting focused on more than another. They're pretty equally distributed right now. Gotcha. And so the new hires being right maybe out of college or maybe they're living with their parents and this is like the first apartment or something like that or have been for the past two years living with their parents. Are you seeing families too? A little bit. More on the tech Another side family. we'll see some families but I would definitely say um, we're doing probably 75% apartment rental finding or apartment finding versus housing finding. Oh good to know. Yeah. Um, and that would make sense then based on, on who's actually coming through the door. It also makes sense just based on inventory because I know the single family rental inventory is extremely, extremely thin um, right now. So that's probably probably good you don't have, you're not upside down and trying to look for 75% of single family homes. Yes, yes, I am grateful for that. Are there any specific like wants or asks from these people who are coming in? I know you probably have to have the conversation with our pricing and depending on where they come from that's probably always the number one kind of intro convo but is there anything else that these folks are looking for specifically in our market yeah i mean most people are hoping for a den because of that hybrid schedule to be mm -hmm. able to have a place to work um but the sticker shock is definitely real i mean i think anybody especially a lot of these folks if they kind of knew they were coming this summer they might have started looking in april and may and mm -hmm. prices from April to May to right now in June, July and August are extremely different. I mean, they feel like um, the rentals have gone up considerably to $400 a month in just those last couple of months um, for yeah. supply and demand. So, um, so that's definitely catching people off guard. Yeah, there was an article that came out uh, yesterday. I'm not sure if you saw it too, but they cited Seattle to be, I think, number two as far as rental increases. And we're at 33% year over year. Um, I think a lot of that is sparked by, um, or at least the data that they're going off of, of, of COVID and how in Seattle specifically, the 180 days notice for rental increases, the moratorium, which we're still in until you know next year, um, but we're seeing now those rental increases finally happening. I know even for some of my rentals downtown, you know, things that were renting during COVID for 3000 are definitely 3750 solid right for a one bedroom plus 10 so with a view and a nice building so that that doesn't surprise me at all um and i think that but, also contributes to the craziness that we're dealing with because the folks that are already here who got those great COVID prices and are seeing those rental increases mm -hmm. think that they can go out and find a better deal it just yep. increases on that supply and demand factor yeah um are anyone coming in with the thought that they're going to be buying you know immediately or three months or six months down the road or is everyone pretty focused on renting 
Yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. I mean, what's tough is with the six, with having to do the 180 days for a rental increase in Seattle, I'm finding that most landlords won't do flexible lease terms, mm-hmm. um, especially in Seattle. I'm finding most landlords will do a minimum of nine months and are, you know, financially trying to persuade people to do 12 months with changing the rental pricing, depending on the mm-hmm. lease term. Um, so a lot of those folks who think, oh, I'm going to come in month to month or six months and then try to purchase, they look at the reality of their rental rates and see that. that probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense right now so a lot of those folks are still signing those 12-month leases got it thanks um anything else that you're seeing out there just as far as trends for for your side yeah it's it's tough just because i think everybody in every industry is short-staffed um so although if i'm lucky enough to be able to pair a client with an agent quickly and the agent can find those perfect options for them um, that fits their needs, it's then making the appointments and, and being able to be able to contact landlords and apartment buildings and just getting in touch with a human and being able to schedule an appointment and getting a viewing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's starting to get to a more and more of a point that people are just going virtually um, and not having that opportunity to even walk in the door of the building just because it's so short staffed or they just literally have absolutely nothing vacant to show. Um, yep. So, so it's just yeah, it's just becoming a little bit more difficult in that circumstance, which I know is tough for folks that are new to town just to try to take it in and and not even having that opportunity. But um, but a lot of the landlords in apartment communities now are just leaning on a virtual tour. They took a video a year ago and passed it mm-hmm. along as information. Got it. So, you, are we still seeing then people flying out here, staying in the hotel, doing the reload tours, or is it more so they're staying put and making the decision to just do everything virtually through us? People are still coming out. Um, I definitely think the virtual tours have amped up this summer more than any other summer. That could be a, just a, you know, a, a product of the volume that we're dealing with. And um, crazy travel prices too. Right. Exactly. Right. Yep. Yeah. Then just the hotels and the travel prices are pretty extreme. Yep. So, um, so we definitely are seeing more virtual coming through. But people are still flying in and, and booking their stays. It's just again where I can. Usually a year ago, I could offer eight to 10 options within their rental tour time frame. Right now, I'm lucky if I can scrap together four or five. And a lot of times yeah. I'm having to pick options that the client hasn't picked themselves just to kind of get their foot in the door um, mm-hmm. so they can actually see something in person and make that trip worthwhile. Yep. Are we seeing orientation tours? Because I know that's another thing we offer for people who are thinking about moving here, but are we getting much of those anymore? Um, we do in a context of an international client. Gotcha. International client usually gets a couple days with us, opposed to a domestic client usually gets one day to go out with an agent. Mm-hmm. Um, so they usually use that entire day just to look at rentals. When an international client comes in and has a few days, they might take one day just to do an actual area tour to see the areas and then kind of pinpoint a specific neighborhood or two. And then they have those other days to actually look at rentals. Gotcha. And then um, just so people out there who know kind of just the different service offering, there are orientation tours kind of going around and looking, you know, at all the different neighborhoods and kind of getting to know Seattle. We have the half-day tours. If you want to explain just kind of, you know, what we offer on that side. Yeah, on the area tours, we do either two to three hours. If somebody's looking in a specific city, they're interested in just Bellevue or just Seattle, the two hours are usually pretty sufficient. And we can drill down specific neighborhoods and really get a great feel. Um, if somebody's a little bit more broad where they want to consider a couple of different cities, the three hour makes a little bit more sense to be able to kind of cross over the bridges in the water and get a little bit more information that way. 
um, but basically you don't get to see any specific uh, listings during that time. You're just in, the, in mm -hmm. the car with an agent for that concentrated amount of time, which you can ask a lot of questions. We can really kind of drill down and show, you know, locations to different schools or grocery stores, any points of interest, specific gyms, that sort of thing. Um, really kind of paint an idea of the lifestyle in different areas, commute times from different employers, that sort of thing. So um, what are the other, do you want to kind of just briefly explain the other services that we offer them for the employees? Yeah, we also do what we've been talking about, the rental tours, which basically um, an employee would get an agent for either three a three-hour or five-hour increment. Um, we would work with the employee, have a conversation about their needs, what they're looking for in their rental, and then from there we would assign them an agent. The agent then would research options that would be um, a good fit for them to live in and provide those listings about a week before the rental tour. Um, some people can kind of get a little concerned with that short timeline, but again, they just move so quickly. Um, about a week is pretty much as late as we would want, as late as we want to send them. Um, and then they could review the list and decide their top favorites. And then those are the ones that we focus on. So we come pick them up, take them to their favorite options. And then along the way, we can kind of, again, educate them about the different areas and commute times, show them kind of where the grocery store is, those things that are a point of interest, as well as kind of act as an advocate and a friend for them along the process and help them kind of evaluate the department maybe bring up items that they don't think about being in a new city versus facing north or west, things like that. Um, and then we keep working with them until they decide to pick a rental and put in an application. Once they submit an application, we keep our eyes on them, making sure there is any questions about the lease process and make sure that the lease is signed. Um, so again, we get the three to five hour um, rental tour, which we used to offer to the public. And again, if somebody can't come in person to do that, we can do that virtually. So it's basically the same process, but instead of picking somebody up and driving them to the different options, we go to the options on their behalf. And we can either uh, video call them if they're available or just take a video of the actual home and then send them all the information so they can make that decision. And of course, we usually set up a call and kind of download um, what we've seen and any questions that they might have. Yep. And I'm sure as the market shifts, we'll open that back up to the public too. And then we have also a free search service as well. Yes, we do that for, for employees that get more of that lump sum situation where the relocation benefit package doesn't allow them an agent. They just kind of get a lump sum of money and are asked to be in Seattle at a certain time. Um, so those employees are put in touch with our free service where we offer them a list of apartments that would fit their criteria. Um, we only use the apartments that we have a partnership with in the area. Um, so we offer those and then we can help set up appointments and kind of get them um, connected with the perfect landlord so they can kind of run site unseen that way. Cool. Good. Yeah, it's always nice to kind of run through the summary of the different services that we have, have you know, to the private and then also the, the public too. So, um, and like you said, you... we'll get back to the public soon. We're I'm training two new agents next week and uh, hopefully we get a couple more coming down the pipeline. So we're, we're definitely adding to the staff to try to keep up with the volume of folks coming through. So yeah. hopefully, I would imagine after this summer, we'll be able to open these services up to the public again. Yep, that'd be great. Um, are you seeing very many VPs coming through, like changing hands of the different companies? Because I know we have kind of an executive program, too. We do. Um, I wouldn't say any more or less than what we are used to at any time frame. So, um, so definitely, we definitely see a quite a few. But again, I don't see an escalation or a decrease from years past. Gotcha. Um, and then are there any trends that you're hearing rumblings of um, or thinking going into fall, winter for the rest of this year um, on the reload side or is just kind of plowing through the rest of the year? 
with no end in sight. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of think we're going to probably be plowing through uh, till I would say the holiday season. I mean, traditionally, once we get around the Thanksgiving mark, things start slowing down for employers because of the holidays, and we kind of slow down from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. So mm -hmm. I'd anticipate that that will also be the case, especially with things being a little bit more remote. Um, you know, I would imagine that could be a negotiation skill for an employee to say, you know, I can work remote till January 1st or what have you. But yep. um, but yeah, I don't see any relief in sight <laughs> right now. Um, I think that we're going to see the market and the prices kind of continue at this trajectory for probably at least through September. Yep, that's what I'm kind of feeling too. It feels like the market's um, definitely pretty tight. I know we have a little bit of a glut of inventory kind of maturing. I'm actually looking at it uh, right now because I'm in our listing uh, 2704 at Escala. Decided to pop up here and, and do this um, up here, but I'm looking east towards South Lake Union. So Denny and Warren and all that development that's going up there. Um, have we... I, as far as all that, is there been any rumblings in the industry in terms of, I know Ren is open. I know that um, the other Ani property uh, is open now or close to opening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are, was it 2,500 units? I think right around that, all maturing in that, that same area. Um, are buildings offering concessions at all right now, or is it pretty much take what you can get and they're increasing the pricing? Yeah, taking what you can get. Um, we did see specials up to about six weeks ago in more of the luxury product because those price points don't move as quickly as the other options. Um, but I am seeing the luxury products now starting to dry up. Um, Ren's a great building, and I think they've gotten to the point of stabilization now. So I haven't been there in a few weeks, but I don't believe there are any more rental specials there just because they had filled up. Um, you know, mm -hmm. it's great to see this inventory come online, but again, it is luxury inventory. So um, it certainly doesn't accommodate those first-time <laughs> apartment renter yep. college students. So, um, so yep. it definitely kind of kind of hits a certain type of market. So I don't feel a ton of relief from a lot of those buildings coming through, as mm -hmm. far as giving us kind of that more inventory. But, um, but again, once they do come online, the luxury buildings, it is very typical to do one month free. Gotcha. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I don't think that they're going to, um, because everyone keeps talking, well, the rental rates will, you know, come down because of all that inventory hitting the market. But, you know, it's a different price point. And I also think it's a different type of developer, too. So a lot of those the projects are Canadian-based developers, um, and they do they will stand with their and try to get their rental rate and hold their hand out there, right? Um, but they're not going to give deep concessions, and they don't have to, you know, drop their prices to bottom line to get the the building filled up. They they want to maintain their um, their um, revenue levels for the building, and they'll they'll wait for that. So that's a good point. Um, anything else you're seeing out there? You feel like we need to kind of chat about? Yeah, it's just it's just the speed of the market. I'm just trying yeah. to trying to help the people out. So uh, I mean, one thing that I think that's certainly interesting is when I would go into an apartment building and potentially in the elevator, there'd be a flyer of notification to the residents. It wasn't uncommon to see a flyer that says, you know, refer a friend and we'll pay you a $500 referral fee to a resident. Um, now I'm seeing flyers that say refer an employee. If you have any friends that want to come oh. for us, we'll give you a referral bonus for that, which um, oh, definitely is an issue, something I have never seen before in my 14 years of doing this. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a good observation. And what would be one of your number one tips, I guess, that you would tell anyone who's moving here to Seattle? Be flexible. 
um, be realistic. I know, I know that, you know, the ideal is what you would prefer, but um, sometimes you might have to go a mile further than you want to, or the space might be a little smaller than you want it to be. Um, it's a rental, it's a year. If you have a certain priority, which might be your price, might be your location due to job location, just to be a little bit more flexible. Um, you know, especially coming from another market where you could be a little bit more particular um, once you get to Seattle. I mean, again, it's just, we just kind of have to be a little flexible and maybe maybe drop a couple of your criteria to get kind of a little bit closer to what you want. And then don't sleep on it. If you see yep. a rental again that you have interest in, um, apply you know, apply yep. for it. It is a rental. It's not your forever home. Um, of course, everybody should be comfortable. But again, you know, just with my client yesterday, we had a top three and they're all gone, you know, within oh. hours of seeing them, they're all gone. Um, so starting from, you know, scratch and having a deadline of finding a home starts becoming yep. pretty stressful. Yeah. Well, Kim, thank you. You're always just a wealth of knowledge and straight to the point. And I always like just checking in with you. So thank you for sharing. Um, and I'm glad to hear you are getting some vacation time and some rest. <laughs> you know, you've just like been running at both ends. So um, well, I'm working during those vacations. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Funeral. I'm taking phone calls during a funeral, but you know, we're getting it done. Yeah. Sorry. That wasn't vacation, but you're at least off, yeah, off site working remotely, working outside of Seattle. So. Seeing different scenery. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, you rock. Thank you so much. You and too. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.